Hey everyone, I'm Matthew. And I'm Ileana. Welcome to the Armory. This is a place where believers can be encouraged to live for Jesus and make disciples. We want to provide an arsenal of resources that help Christians to be bold in their faith. Our hope is that through this podcast, people will learn to love God's Word and abide in Christ. Thanks for joining. All right, take two. (laughs) Guys, we have to confess something. We were we just recorded probably ten minutes of a podcast, <laughs> and it wasn't even recording. The SD card that goes in the recorder oh. was just sitting on the counter. <laughs> and I looked down. I'm like, "How long have we been recording?" And it says zero minutes, zero seconds. And I hit the button again, and it says no SD card. Nice. Literally. So we just had a great conversation, and it didn't even get recorded. And our baby was sleeping for 10 minutes, which means we have way less time so to now record now. we have now. less time to keep going. So let's skip through all the um, things that we talked about before. Well, we can't do that. No. <laughs> we have to start I over. I just mean like, <laughs> we were talking about our lives now and how busy we've been. This is but... why people listen to the podcast. They want to know about Okay, okay. Go ahead, babe. So our Welcome lives are, to our the lives are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I can't believe we just did that. <laughs> That's, That's like... <laughs> Oh man, that's top <laughs> top three worst things that have happened this week. It's just that means we have a pretty good week. It's been a pretty good week. <laughs> the reason why we haven't re- released an episode in a while though is because our son, whom we love, has decided that he just deci- he wants to go from sleeping really well to not sleeping at all. <laughs> and so we thought that was really cute. <laughs> because of that, we have not been sleeping or recording. And it's been great. But today we already recorded twice. So. Well, yeah, we're actually <laughs> we're, we're, we're doing the second recording. We also, <laughs> I really love when the first of the month is like on a weekend because we like to sit down before our month starts and yeah. plan everything out. So it's like really rewarding. We got to do our whole calendar already this yeah. morning. Pro marriage tip, um, go through your schedule yeah. often, weekly, monthly. Monthly, do a big like overview of the entire month and then each week break it down. Yeah, break it down. We talked about that before. We've talked about the uh, marriage journal, and we've linked that in there. But it was cool. So we basically went through our whole calendar for April, kind of big events that we put in our family calendar. And then we kind of mapped out our whole um, meals for the month because we like to like grocery grocery prep in advance. Grocery hauls, hello. I don't think we're going to have to go to Costco this month. We have so much stuff in the freezer. Awesome. But then Save what are we going to do? Money. When are we going to go to Target? Because we go to Target all the time. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. But anyways, we just had my family in town and Matt's family in town. Back so to back. So. It was quite fun, I should say. And when we have family in town, we always are assuming we're going to catch up on podcasts. Yeah. So you guys have been following us, obviously, especially from the beginning. We started this podcast. We had multiple Over recorded. a year ago, we started, by the way. Yeah. We had multiple recorded mm-hmm. before we even launched. Because we're like, okay, we're going to be ahead. Two weeks between episodes, that's plenty of time. And then we quickly <laughs> got behind. We finally caught up again and were ahead about like a m- two months ago. And then we fell off the, the wagon again. Now fell we're off we're the going wagon. week to week. And now we're here again recording a late episode. Twice. And I think it's just because we're lazy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we kind of are. Our but... lives are crazy. So why don't you recap what series we're in and what we're about to talk about. Yeah, so we are doing a podcast series right now, if you guys have been following, on the Fruit of the Spirit, and we have recently just done the first two, Love and Joy. Um, we talk, we've been talking about how love is a fruit of the Spirit. It's not a fruit of mankind. It's not a fruit of the Christian. It's a, cr- a fruit the Christian has access to through the Holy Spirit. 
Same thing with joy. So love comes from the Lord. We, we see that modeled in Christ, and it comes from the Holy Spirit. Joy is found in the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's modeled in Christ. comes from the Holy Spirit. We can have love even when things are not going well. Uh, we can be joyful even in the worst of circumstances. Yeah. Um, there are Christians right now who are being slaughtered in Nigeria, and I bet you they probably have more joy than we do because they mm-hmm. take the Scripture more seriously, and they actually can have joy. Um, because joy is not something that is affected by external circumstances. Yeah, happiness is for sure. We talked about that a little bit last week. So if you didn't, if you missed that, you can check. Or that wasn't last week; it was a couple weeks ago. <laughs> last weeks ago. episode. Um, so if you want to look at that, you can check out the last episode we released. But I, I kind of want to quickly read through. Yeah, do the it. passage that we are anchored in for this series, um, and it's the fruit of the spirit found in Galatians five. But it's we read the first verses before that because it gives context to everything and actually puts in perspective what the fruit of the Spirit is. So Galatians 5, 16. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh, things of our former life, are evident sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, and that list just goes on and on for two verses. And then it says, such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit that we're supposed to walk in, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, is this. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Mm-hmm. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh, the old things, with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit... Let us also keep in step with the Spirit. Mm -hmm. So that is kind of the anchor. That's where we're at. That's where we're going. And that's kind of the the thrust for our new series, this series we're going through. Yeah. So hopefully you've caught on to that theme of um, these aren't things we do in ourselves. But as we were preparing to like talk about peace, I think, like, because we knew it was coming up. It's the next one we're going to talk about. Yeah. I immediately felt like the most unqualified person. Um, to talk about this. If you know me at all, I can go like zero to 60 and I am naturally just like a worry, a worrier. And, um, my parent, when my parents were in town this past couple of weeks, I was talking to them about, Hey, like, when do you think you realize that about me? Cause my, I know my dad always used to call me like a nervous ninny or like we look at these home videos of me when I was little and I'm like freaking out about the littlest we'll post, thing. We'll post a home video in the show That's notes. so funny. We need to download them or something. <laughs> Um, but they, I just know this about me. And so it was interesting because my mom was saying, well, I mean, if you look at the fact that you couldn't even sleep in your own room until you were like, literally guys, I couldn't sleep in my own room until I was like seven or eight. We had moved to a different house and I wasn't on the same floor as my parents, which I think helped me. But anyways, besides the point, like ever since I was little, I couldn't sleep through the night. Like, I've just been so worried about all these little things. And so it made me start thinking about, like, okay, I feel unqualified to talk about having peace because I worry a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, what qualifies anybody to speak on peace as it is in the fruit of the Spirit? Like, when the Bible's talking about peace, what qualifies us as Christians to say, here's this piece that's in the Bible and here's how you can gain access to it and here's how you walk in it. And I don't really think it matters that naturally I worry about things or naturally I can get anxious if you want to use that word about things. Like, because what we're not doing is giving you a self-help guide for anxiety. 
right? Yeah. Um, and we're not even looking through the entire Bible and what the Bible has to say about anxiety. What we're really talking about is a starting point for peace in Christ. So that same theme that we've talked about of like fruit of the Spirit. This isn't something we muster up in ourselves. So it doesn't matter if you, I would say Matt is not a worrier at all normally, but it doesn't matter if you're like on that end or you're on my end of like something that you naturally do is worry all the time. It's the same thing that the Bible is offering to us, a peace which surpasses understanding. And so um, I think just to set this up, like if you feel unqualified to share the peace of Christ with others, like... That's not really what qualifies you. What qualifies you is if you have a harmonious relationship with God. I was looking up on got questions, but as we were preparing, like, what does the peace of the spirit mean? And um, it was talking about how really what the peace of the spirit is, is a harmonious relationship with God, like with the Lord. And it's only a peace that comes through the work of the Holy Spirit. So the same Mm -hmm. thing that we've been saying about um, the different parts of the fruit of the spirit, like, it's the same when it comes to peace. This isn't something that comes from ourselves. It's something that we can submit ourselves to in the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And there's no topic that you could speak on from Scripture that someone's just like mastered. Right. So any sermon you hear, any teaching you hear, that's not because they have got it figured out. You know, we weren't called to figure things out before we were able to share them with others. Um that's now good. you want to have a work of the Holy Spirit. You want to have the Holy Spirit working in you in these areas. You don't want to be someone who's preaching on pride and is not being broken down by God's Word and the Holy yeah. Spirit. But there is not a single topic in Scripture that someone's just qualified to teach because they have figured it out. Yeah. And if you hear someone say that, I would be very well. And wary. I was going to say that's what I was going to say. So, like in the counseling world, you might hear like you can't lead someone to a place you've never been. And although I think there's truth in that, like in the Christian community, I think sometimes people say that when they're talking about their testimonies. Like if somebody struggled with drug addiction, they were probably maybe equipped or qualified in a different way to share Jesus with someone who's struggling with drug addiction. But as a Christian, as a believer, you don't actually have to have dealt with all of these things in order to speak into the life of somebody who's dealing with that. Because that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says okay, you have a relationship with Christ. Here's how the Lord calls you to do these things. And so that's why when people come to Matt and I to say, can you help me with this? It doesn't necessarily matter if we're going through that or not, or if we've gone through that or not. We can still help them as Christians abide by what the scriptures want them to abide in. Yeah, like someone, that drug addiction example, like I might not be able to lead someone through drug addiction Mm -hmm. because I've never been a drug addict or anything like that, but I can lead them to living water. Like we can lead them to God's word, um, which will in turn help them with all those things um so it's very and there's pros and there's pros to having someone who's done something before sure, as you of but course that's not what we're saying but, but the holy spirit will can and will right. and does work through all people right um to do crazy things yeah um, if i was only able to minister to people that have gone through the same things i've gone through it would be very short yeah and not sort of fruitful ministry um, the holy spirit's going to work through brokenness and through through everything so yeah. which is that's good news yeah that's good news because it would it'd be very hard to go through this life if you had to just find people who have been through everything you've been through mm-hmm. so do you want to talk to us a little bit about why we even need peace from the holy spirit sure <laughs> i can <laughs> um i want to say first that we just have to acknowledge we live in a fallen world yeah um 
we live in a world that just lacks peace. We were talking about this the other day. Um, like the news, for example. Oh, yeah. If it leads, it bleeds. Or if it bleeds, it leads. Like that is the, the phrase. I know. It is terrible things <laughs> yeah, on the gotcha. news. Um, there's nothing. There's no happiness. There's just like. You even talking about an example. There was a tornado warning in Indiana. My oh, dad yeah, got a yesterday. notification about it because that's where they're from. And they come to find out by talking to people in the area that the tornado is, there's no tornado warning really going on. But then the news is coming out. It's like the tornado's dying, but it's like tornado continues to rage on. Like (laughs) the languages are using, we are just, we have set ourselves up in a world where peace just does not exist. We are almost looking for lack of peace. And that's another thing I think is why we need peace from the Holy Spirit. Often um, chaos in our life, anxiety in our life, um, trouble in our life is self-promoted, mm-hmm. is brought on by ourself. Uh, I, I want to be clear and say I, there's definitely a level of pain and struggle and anxiety that is like demonic, that comes from external sources, that is just oppression and attacks on people's lives. But we also contribute to those things. Oh, for sure. Heavily, heavily. And I think there's been times where you like, now that we've been married for, wow, almost two years, I guess a year and a half. No, literally almost two years. Two years in May. Anyways. I think you've been able to get to know me really well in the things that I worry about. And you can easily tell when it's like, okay, this is like a spiritually worry, like you're worrying about something thing, like Satan, whatever is allowing you to worry about this. And then versus like when I create these things in myself. And I remember, I don't know if I was pregnant or it was a while ago. Like you had said to me, like, I think you just like worrying about this. Like you're like, I think you just want to worry about this. And I was like, yeah, you're definitely right. Like there's a sense of like, I know how to worry about something and it's Um, almost easier to just say, I'm going to be worried about this. Well, there is a constant in worry because it's always going to produce the same result, which is fear and anxiety. Yeah. And there's a comfort, even though those are not great things, there is a comfort in the familiar. Um, Yeah. Which is weird, but it is kind of strange, but even I would say Satan loves using our own self-promoted worry. Yeah. So he, he I, I'm sure he loves sitting back and going, just to use, use an example because we're talking about it, Ileana's doing X, Y, and Z to herself. I can just take a break because she's, oh, sure. she's going to get the work done on her own. I don't even need to do all those things. And I think maybe that's hard for some people to hear, um, but I, I think it's important to know that because of the sin in this world, we contribute to that heavily. Yeah. Um, not, there are, I would say, and I, I, I try to, I'll say this, I hope this comes across loving, but I need to say this with a little bit of boldness. There are very, very, very few things that are completely outside of our control in terms of that have no, that there's no part we play in Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some things for sure. Um, If you were like attacked by someone like (laughs) on the street, (laughs) you did not have any control in that situation, right? But most of the things that weigh us down in our life that are struggles for us in our life we do contribute to mm-hmm. in some way. Maybe that's heavily, maybe that's not, maybe it goes in and out of seasons. But I think it's important to know that because then we can start seeing what the root of the problem is. Because if, if it's all something else, we have an excuse. Mm-hmm. But we always, there are always areas in our life where we can go, hey, where is, what's my part of this problem? Yeah. How can I identify that? How can I rely on the yeah, Lord more? Because maybe this is not just a victim thing. Yeah, that's good. But I also want to say that knowing there are real yeah victims out there for serious things but we do live in a culture that promotes victimization and that's just not the life that god wants for us no we we, we're called to live in peace Uh, and what does that look like 
So that's yeah. Those are the two things I if would. If you're say. wondering about that, I think you could study the life of David from the Bible too, yeah. and just like the Psalms that he wrote of having a contrary heart before the Lord, yeah, and saying like I'm choosing not to be a victim of certain things. Like yeah. there are things I've done against the Lord that have led to my demise. <laughs> yeah, we and do so. contribute to our own destruction. Um, and unfortunately we live in a world where other people contribute as well. So those two things go hand in hand. They're not mutually exclusive, but I know for a fact, more people will claim that it's all externals than will admit that they contribute to the problem. That's why I said that. Yeah, no, that's good. Don't send me an email. I'm just kidding. Um, so I think we can move on to like, how can we actually live in this peace from the Holy Spirit? And I talked about it a little bit, but, um, when you look at like how to deal with anxiety from the world, the world basically will say you need to do all of these things. You need to do this and this and this, and then you'll have peace. Yeah, it's right. constant. Yeah. yeah, and then you won't worry. And God is saying, if you look at all of these verses in the Bible, God is saying that Jesus is our source of peace. Yeah. And so I've been studying recently Philippians 4. Before you go to that, though, because you're on the topic, what did you say the world... You said what you say, Christians, we say Jesus is our peace. What does the world say is our peace? Well, I, think, I feel like we, we need to make, I feel like we need to be helpful to identify some of those things because we don't want people to fall into that trap. So if you're looking in the world, I think you're going to see the things I kind of mentioned before about like self-help or, yeah. um, I mean, even like therapy, I'm not talking about like good counseling, like, but like therapy that wants you maybe to sit in the things you're worried about and, um, like saying within yourself you can solve all of these things yeah that the answer and is within like looking yeah the answer Look is deeper. within like a lot of self-reflection yeah um and i had a professor at moody who talked a lot about this like when we're like navel gazing right like if we're looking in a mirror to try and do all of this self-reflection at some point as christians we have to say well this is less about reflecting in myself and this is more about reflecting in the lord yeah and so um i think that's something that's always stuck with me like when like we've talked i've talked about this example before all of these like positive affirmations that people will do for their day where like on your mirror it will say like i'm beautiful i'm confident i'm this like i can be strong yeah. those aren't necessarily bad things but if we're doing it in a way that's trying to rewire ourselves to be like okay i'm strong enough to do this i'm good enough to do this i can have peace i can do meditating i can um oh goodness what's it called manifest i can manifest this piece <laughs> for my life it's just yeah. like a real thing now um okay crystals that's a big thing right now like all of these things yeah okay? where you're like manifesting all of these things from whatever some of that i would even say i would go as far and be bold to say that's demonic but needless to say the world is not going to point you into that unwavering source of Jesus Christ, like you said with all of these things. Mm-hmm. That's a constant source that we can yeah. rely on. It's the only truth we can hold to as Christians. So yeah. that has to be our starting point, and that's obviously going to be different than what the world says. Yeah, and even things also, I feel people will go, well, you know, if I just had more money, I would be have more peace. Like, oh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm anxious. I wasn't I, thinking I'm about monetary things, I guess. I'm struggling with my finances, uh, this, this, this. If I just had more of a safety net, I'd be at peace. Which goes into your own strength again, right? Yeah, and I'm just going to let you know right now, that's a lie. There is no amount of money that will bring you peace. You'd probably look at the richest people in the world, and I'm sure they're the most fear-ridden, anxiety. I mean, just think of the suicide rates of famous people. Yeah, money, fame, wealth, status, the way you look, all those things... 
if you're trying to, pr- to take yourself and go, hey, I don't have peace in this area and, and promote more peace, um, none of that's going to happen. Yeah. In fact, I would argue it's going to make things worse. Yeah. There's never been someone who tried to accumulate wealth to get to a goal and then was satisfied with that. It has not ever happened. It yeah. never will happen. No, you're right. If my goal is to make a million dollars, I guarantee you when I make a million dollars, I'm going to go, oh, I did it. No, I'm like, okay, how can I make the next million dollars? It's just never going to happen. Yeah. And that sound, and you say it like that, you can already hear how that's, there's anxiety in that statement. Yeah. Think about how terrible that would point. be to wake up every day thinking, I have to get this, I have to do this, I have to go for this promotion, I have to do that. I'm not saying making money, being well off, getting a job promotion, doing all those things are bad, taking care of yourself, or, or even if you're someone who's famous. like None of those things are inherently bad. But the pursuit of those things will not bring you peace. Mm, yeah. Guaranteed. Come see me in five years and uh, we'll have the same <laughs> conversation. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, I think that's good. So God's word says, I think it's important to say, yeah. that Jesus is our peace. And so I've been studying Philippians 4 recently. Um, been memorizing these few verses because I said this is something I worry about or I need to focus on. Rejoice in the Lord always. Philippians 4, starting in verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your graciousness, some say reasonableness, be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. The peace of God, Mm. this is important, the peace of God, not the peace of Ileana, the peace of (laughs) God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I think that's what's really interesting, and this is part of the reason why I love biblical counseling, because it's talking about not only our hearts and our souls, but it literally says, and our minds. And so that maybe is a segue or conversation for a different day, but I would say just focus on what does that mean, that the peace of God can actually guard our mind and mental things that are going on. So anxiety. I think that the last part of that verse, verse seven, is really hits at home. And I almost want to be like, we can stop the podcast. After. Good. Listen, just listen to this for a second. If you're going to do anything today, just dwell on this verse. Just hear what, I, hear what I'm about to read. And the peace of God, so again, peace that comes from God, something that we have to get from God, from the Holy Spirit, which surpasses all understanding. So the peace of God is unfathomable. It make the, the peace that can come from God and be in your life makes absolutely no sense. When the world is pulling at you, pushing at you, everything around you seems chaotic. There's fear and anxiety everywhere. There is a peace that can come from God that makes absolutely no sense. That's how powerful yeah. it is. It surpasses all understanding. That peace will guard your hearts and minds. And if you want to dwell on that verse long enough, you will start to realize, especially if you're someone who believes in the the sufficiency and the complete act um, like accuracy of Scripture, that it's true. That statement is all you really need to yeah, get to the true. next to the next moment, to the next day. Yeah. Think about what it's saying: <laughs> the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, it's unfathomable. That will guard your hearts and that will protect your minds. So I think. As we kind of wrap up here, I also want to say, yes, focus on that last verse, but also this is about submitting ourselves to the work of the Lord. And so those prior verses tell us we can rejoice in things and we should be doing that always. We can let our graciousness be known to everyone because we know the Lord is near. We can be thankful and we can present our request to God. So as much as you're meditating on that last verse, there's also things that the Lord calls us to do. 
but it's not like the world where he's calling us the world says to do these things in ourselves it's a submitting yeah. of ourselves to the lord submitting means to remain under we're remaining under what the lord has already called us to do yeah. so that the peace of god will guard our hearts and minds yeah and I think you know one of the points of this podcast is we uh, we want to give you guys resources and we want to give you guys things to help you as well. Like we gave you scripture. We always want to be giving you scripture. But we also want to give you guys a resource. One of Ileana, you read this, right? Yeah. yeah so I read this book by David Marvin, who's a pastor in Texas. It's called Why We're All Freaking Out and Why We Don't Need To. Yeah. It's a blue cover. We can post it in the show notes. Yeah, it's a really good book. But I've he, only read parts of it, but... Yeah, he's a pastor. His wife is a psychologist or a counselor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just that. an interesting perspective. But um, it just kind of breaks down like why we're so worried, why we freak out and why we're worried in the world and what the Bible has to say about it. So yeah. really good resource. You guys should check it out. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you guys a, a benediction, something to kind of take with you, and then I'm going to give you a challenge. I'm going to do it backwards. We usually do a challenge and then like a benediction. We haven't done a benediction in a while. It's been a while, but I'm going to reverse them and you'll see why. So here's the benediction, and it's ver- it's literally verse 7 of Philippians 4. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Hmm. That's your that, Take that with you today, and here's your challenge. Commit that one simple verse to memory. Because yeah, what good. we're called to do is remind the devil or remind ourselves of the scriptures and of the truths of God's word. So when you're going through something hard, when you're struggling with anxiety, when you can't see the peace that's out there, remind yourself of that verse. Mm-hmm. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Awesome. We crushed it. We did. <laughs> oh, wait. I wasn't recording. No, that, I'm just that happened last time. Anyway, we're so excited to be doing this podcast. If you guys have any questions... Feel free to send us an email, send us a text, message us on Instagram. Follow us, review us, all the yeah, things. Yeah, we are very needy people. So <laughs> anyway, we're excited to be doing this, and we hope that this was encouraging. See ya. Bye.